scenes of chaos and devastation unfold in the aftermath of an explosion at a hospital in Gaza. And a warning, the images you're about to see are hard to watch. According to Palestinian officials, hundreds of people at the hospital were killed by an Israeli airstrike. The Israel Defence Forces, though, denies that, insisting the explosion was caused by a rocket that was misfired by the militant group Islamic Jihad. Sources tell CNN the US is currently analysing intelligence provided by the Israelis. According to the World Health Organization, the hospital was treating not just the wounded Palestinians, but also had been sheltered for thousands of people forced to leave their homes. Global condemnation has been swift. The UN Human Rights Chief calls it horrific and unacceptable. President Biden says he's outraged and deeply saddened. Accountability is God's job, but it's not solely God's job. No, it's our job too. We will be the plan. We are never going to give up. When the truth is known to the entire world, we are going to have extreme accountability. Good evening and welcome to the Stu Peters Show. Man, there is so much going on across the planet. I mean, so many things that we could talk about. We are at the precipice of World War III. Possibly complete nuclear annihilation where nobody survives. Complete countries, complete populations could be blown into glass. We're watching war crimes being committed openly on X and on television. We have video surveillance coming from war criminals bragging about the war crimes that they are committing. We have China making a bid at Taiwan. We have Volodymyr Zelensky, the fake homosexual Ukrainian president, demanding more money as a racket and as a criminal extortion operation against the United States taxpayer. And now we have what's happening in Israel against Gaza. But what's at the center of all of this? the United States government. As soon as Israel began gearing up for this massive counterattack against Hamas in Gaza, we at the Stu Peter Show and across this network warned everyone that the bloodshed would easily exceed those initially killed in Hamas's alleged attack, where paragliders somehow infiltrated the most secure border of any country on planet Earth where the Iron Dome was rendered completely ineffective, the most sophisticated weapons defense system known to mankind. And in a place as densely packed as Gaza, over 2 million people, it's impossible for the dead to only be members of Hamas. When you cut off the water or the electricity, it's impossible to say that you are only starving terrorist groups. Innocent women and children and innocent men that live in their own home country in open-air prison camp are going to be casualties of a Zionist confrontation in their country. In fact, the most likely outcome from the beginning was that far more Palestinian civilians would die than Israelis. But even still, what supposedly happened on Tuesday was completely shocking. Now, the full truth is still being uncovered, but it looks like a strike on a hospital in Gaza may have killed as many as 500 people, including many children who were injured or seeking shelter there. Israel originally claimed responsibility for that attack, saying they surveilled Hamas inside of that hospital, that they were holed up in there, and that this was a place where they were hiding. But then suddenly their story changed, and now Israel is claiming that the blast was caused by Palestinian militants whose rocket misfired 
and landed on their own territory. But from where we sit, that claim is incredibly hard to believe. Consider this. Over the past two decades, Hamas and other Palestinian militias have fired more than 12,000 rockets into Israel. 12,000 rockets. 12,000 rockets had to have killed hundreds of thousands of people, you would think, right? No, wrong. The combined death toll of all of those 12,000 rockets, all of those attacks, was less than 30 people. So now we're supposed to believe that one single rocket supposedly killed 500 people. No way. The only way that that could happen is if Hamas had the hospital absolutely packed with explosives. And then those explosives detonated when the rocket hit. Now, of course, Hamas has been known to use hospitals and schools as bases. So we admit it's possible. But still, why was this strike necessary? Attacks like this are exactly what have driven the cycle of violence in Palestine for so many decades. They're exactly why this war will never end. Much to the delight, by the way, of the defense contractor pigs of the world. We have Tito with us tonight. Tito's a Palestinian who lived in that open-air prison camp of Gaza, who currently lives in Europe. He argues that it's Israel's actions, not Palestine's, that are the chief barrier to peace in the region. And he joins us now with 400 different stories. How do you make sense of this? Well, yeah. The thing is, you know, like, it's about common sense, I believe. I believe the greatest evil, you know, like that humanity can face is confirmation bias. You take the information to support the already established belief system that you have. So, so you know, that's the greatest evil. Because like a spokesperson for Netanyahu office, uh, they just came out and said that they bombed the hospital. And then later on, they said, uh, no, it was a misfire towards the hospital. And then, but let's let's just get back and see what happened today. They bombed the biggest bakery that makes bread for the people, for 200,000 people. Like, is it terrorist? Is it Hamas inside the bread also? You know, like, it's kind of, kind of, you know, it become really absurd, you know, like, like, like you are the oppressor, but you are also the victim. So it's, it, it, it really confuses people, you know, like, like, because I think that everybody is traumatized by COVID, by the vaccination, by the war on o- Ukraine. Um, people uh, like lost faith in governments. They lost faith in mainstream media, you know. So now, like, like everybody's confused, you know, like I, I think I think the vision of people globally is blurry. But if, if we go back to our common sense, we can actually see things much more clearer, you know. Yeah, let's talk about common sense a little bit, actually. So uh, the media is now showing a spokesperson from the Israeli administration, the IDF, presumably, saying that they now know that it was Hamas that blew up that hospital because they had surveillance 
you know, inside of the hospital. They were able to hear members of Hamas in there. They were able to hear, you know, uh, the terrorist group, you know, coordinating all of this. And they had this, you know, very extensive surveillance. Well, if that's the case, and if Israel and the IDF have this super advanced technology that allows them to know exactly what Hamas is doing to the point where they can actually hear their conversations and know what their plans are, then how was Hamas how able... How didn't they to... know what happened on 7th of October? Right. <laughs> yes. I mean, how didn't they hear them planning this? How did they not know yeah. that paragliders were going to come in? I mean, can you make some sense of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because I believe, I believe, you know, I, I talked with some people, you know, like uh, Israelis, you know, who who served in the military, in the IDF, and they said it's it's impossible for a chicken to fly over that. You know, like it's... It's the most sophisticated wall around the biggest concentration camp in the world, you know, like like it's 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 impossible. What I think is, you know, like Netanyahu is facing a lot of problems inside of Israel, you know, like like uh, uh, he, he 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 and his government are are lunatics. You know, according to many Israelis, you know, like like they are genocidal lunatics, according to people living in Israel, not <laughs> let alone Palestinians, you know. So what what could save him and his extremist government? Yeah, a war, you know, like, like it's, 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 uh, so I think, I don't think that people from Hamas told the Israelis about this. No, no, no. I think, I think that's Israelis, because the Israelis, it's not only about surveillance and how to, you know, like get information. They have informants in all of Gaza. This is one of the biggest problems in Palestine, informants, like to get a job permit, you know, and work outside of Gaza. Then they tell you, you either or you need uh, to be hospitalized outside of Gaza. They say, they tell you, either you give us information or you don't come out. And this is a big problem among the Palestinian people, you know, like this informants you know so yeah i think definitely they knew about this attack and you know like those this rave party they moved it in <laughs> like two, 20, 48 hours you know so they i think they knew where hamas will attack they they wanted a bloodbath you know according to some israeli hostages they said that the idf shot everybody the hostages the uh, you know like the hamas uh, people you know like they don't they don't discriminate and they don't care about because those people if, if you are a narcissistic psychopath you care about power you don't care about human life you don't have an empathy even towards your own people you know so I believe that uh, yeah, they knew about the attack, and they are they are actually using this attack to uh, create havoc globally. You know, well, they're like, doing a really like, good job okay. of that. And you know, with with four hundred different stories going around on Twitter, and you know, all of the disinformation. Of course, we know that truth is the first casualty in any war. Uh, yeah, you know. So put the hospital aside, although be it a, a tragedy, and whoever did this, we we absolutely condemn that. Uh, you know, children were there, as we saw in the video. Children were there beforehand. Uh, this was a children's hospital, and 500 people yeah. are presumed dead. A lot of them are children. Let's just say that Israel's not responsible for that, but they're openly committing war crimes uh, right on their own official Twitter uh, accounts by showing yeah. how the IDF is leveling civilian apartment complexes. So yeah. why would this be any different? 
Yeah, exactly. You know, the thing is, I think, I think it's about losing the moral high ground with the hospital because, because the thing is, uh, you know, like they took. Uh, when when the spokesperson of Netanyahu's office just came and said, like, we attacked Hamas inside this hospital, you know, after after a tweet about this is a battle between the children of light and the children of uh, darkness. The problem is that they didn't know that the footage from this hospital <laughs> will be so horrifying. You know, like all the footages from Gaza is horrifying, but specifically this case, it can actually turn the tides, you know, because, you know, like you are bombing children everywhere. You are, they bombed the hospital, you know, like the Jordanian hospital, field hospital. They bombed it just the same week, you know. But the problem with this, it's the casualties, a lot of children, a lot of media cover, because they cut, they cut the internet off Gaza. So people operating now in Gaza, they are like, using uh, some satellite phones some some are connecting to some uh, you know like jordanian network uh, egyptian networks or you know like operating on uh, somehow they are getting the information out all yeah, the journalists Gina, I, I want are to, killed i want you to speak to that uh, so you said that they cut the internet off they've also cut off electricity they've also cut off food supplies they've also cut off water supplies water there, yeah there are people that are in our country that are online advocating for this and cheering this on, saying, yeah, why would you give any water or food to terrorists? Now, out of the over 2 million people that occupy Gaza, how many of them are Hamas yeah. terrorists? Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, you know, many people, they bring also this argument or this statement about, yeah, but the people elected Hamas. Well, I will tell you the truth because I am a Palestinian. So I will tell you the truth why they elected Hamas. Nobody, you, you know, first of all, we, there is a fact in psychology. We are the product of our own environment. So if you create a concentration camp and you have a siege, the people of Palestine, they saw that the Palestinian authority, when they start cooperating with the Israelis, the settlements, they just ate the West Bank. So people lost everything in the name of peace. You know, they lost their land. They lost their olive trees. They lost everything. And the only um, group that they said that we will not give up our land, we will fight until the end. It was Hamas. So people voted for them because they don't want to leave their lands. You know, it's not because of some extreme Muslim Jewish hatred. No, it's, it's just about, you know, like, like, I don't want to be displaced. You know, I don't want them to come with bulldozers and remove my home and my olive trees. So it's, it's, it's like basic human rights. It's not about this religious thing that, you know, like they they preach about, you know, about Christian Jews and Muslims, they hate each other. No, it's, it's not about that. It's actually about basic human rights. I don't want to lose my land, you know. So why do you believe that Hamas launched this attack in the first place in, inside of Israel? Uh, they were suffocated. They were suffocated. You know, like, it, it, you have 17 years people like okay so there is there is two different things exactly like jews are you have like the talmud jews the zionists and you have like the torah jews who are the real jews according to the bible there is also among hamas there is also fractions so you have the fraction that uh, got money 
you know, that was supported uh, by the Israeli government to create a divide between the Palestinians. And, but then you have the, the people, Hamas fighters, who are born in Gaza. And those people, most of them, they are orphans. You know, those children now losing their parents, their home and then everything, they're losing everything. Do you think they will become yoga instructors or poets? No, they, they are so traumatized. They, the only thing that will exist inside of them is vengeance, you know? And those are for Hamas, they are the best soldiers, you know? Why? Because they are already, they are very traumatized. You know, children, soldiers, they are used in many conflict in the world because you can form them from their trauma to become what you want them to become. You so, feel me? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, 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 so the, the Hamas launch, it's, it's because, you know, the people were suffocated. 17 years of siege, bombardment every other year, every Ramadan. If a glass dome time. is placed over the top of you and you're kept under a glass dome, a proverbial yeah. glass dome for, for all of these years, at some point you're going to get together and try to shatter the glass and get out, right? Yeah. 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 So it was a prison break. That's what this was a, a prison, prison break. break, sure. And you're saying that that's what this attack was about. Hamas didn't go and attack inside of Israel because it's loaded with Jews. No, no, absolutely not. Because you know, like, like I will tell you something. The Palestinians, they lived Christian, and and there are like like Christians, Muslim, Jews. You know, like they are those the people of Palestine. They have seen different religion come through this area, you know, like they have seen Jews, they have seen Christians, some stayed, some left, you know. So so religion is not a not an issue in Palestine. Oppression is an issue in Palestine. So why do you think it is that the American media wants to make this all about a holy war, that this was instigated simply because this was a, an attack on the Jewish people? Why is the American media and global media on that on that train? It, yeah, because, you know, like without without the U.S., Israel would never exist. So basically, they have hijacked the American government, you know. And I think that, like, the completion of this hijacking was during uh, Kennedy, you know, like uh, JFK. And the thing is that your politicians, they are Zionists, you know, like they are Zionists and the, the CIA, the Mossad, they are Zionists and they play, they play on religious deception, you know, like, like, like many people knows that 9-11 was an inside job. But what happened is uh, because I lived there, you know, so, so I saw Christian people, you know, like, uh, uh, um, Muslims, you know, I was in a concentration camp, you know, but I know that that Christian Jews, we, we never had any issues. But after 9-11, it was like Shia against Muslims, uh, Christian against, uh, you know, like different people lived in extreme fear, you know, like why? Because they thought that the West has declared um, war against Muslim. And Muslims has attacked the West, but the whole no, the whole thing is that it was the whole stage is created by Zionists. The people who did the attack, the people who started the war, they started the like the war in Somalia, Somalia, Libya, Afghanistan, Iraq. All these immigrants, the same people, 
who bombed their countries, they supported their immigration into the West. The same people now also will tell you to kill those immigrants because they are terrorists. So you, you see how, how crazy this deception is. And, you know, like, it, it has nothing to do with religion, really, you know? Like, uh, if the people, like, uh, Christian Zionists in the U.S., if they really know who are the real Jews, the Torah Jews, they will see that the Torah Jews actually stand on the side of the Palestinians against Zionism. They say that Israel is the most anti-Semitic country in the world, you know. So, so it's a lot of deception, a lot, a lot of deception. You said something really interesting. Really... You said that the United States government has been hijacked by Israel. So yes. are, are you saying that Israel controls the United States government, that, they, that, that we're basically an occupied country at this point? Uh, well, I will tell you something that that I believe I believe actually the leaders of Zionism are not in Israel. They are in the West. They are in, 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 in the U.S. Because, you know, if Biden told the Israelis now cease fire. You know, they will cease fire. They will listen to the U.S. because, you know, like all their ammunition, all their weapons, everything, you know, all their economical power comes from the Zionist lobby in the U.S. So Israel would never exist without the help of the Zionist lobby so in the U.S. So are you suggesting that Israel, as a geographical location, some country that just calls itself Israel, are you saying that this is actually a construct and that this is not the biblical Israel that we, that we read about? Yes, 100%. Because, you know, like the thing is, people live, the Philistines, you know, uh, they were they were already in at the time of Abraham, you know. They were Phoenicians. They were Aramic, you know, because because there is no ethnicity that is Jewish. The Bible, the Bible. I read the Bible. I read the Quran. I read the Old Testament, and and you know, like it's really common sense because you know, like according to the Bible, Jews they were a religion. <laughs> it was not an ethnicity. The people who chose to believe in the one God. They were Jewish. Then Christianity came. And why Christianity came? Christianity came to make this special Jewish, Jewishness about a small group of people into something universal. So anybody can become a Christian. So that's why, you know, they turned Jewishness into an ethnicity. You know, like it's, it's, it's just like... like uh, Separation, you know, they want to be separated because so the power know, structure to... that's here in the United States, it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think I understand what you're saying. The power structure that reigns here in the United States is not acting on behalf of the Jewish faith or Jews per se, but is using the Jewish faith and the term anti Semitism or uh, Jewish hate to provoke an American response that's tolerant of Israel and whatever it decides to do, no matter how genocidal it is. Yes, yes. And, and this, is, this is about Jewish supremacists. This is not about the Torah. This is about the Talmud, the Talmudic texture. Because according to the Talmudic textures, which are followed by all the big rabbis in Israel, you know, they say that Jews are... Uh, they are a supreme race, and everyone who is not Jewish 
is a goyim or a cattle. That's why they wrote, you know, like the Palestinians were uh, animal humans, you know, or, you know, because the Talmud really dehumanizes, dehumanizes everyone who is not Jewish. And it's not about this Jewishness in the Torah as a religion. It's about uh, you know, like a closed club of, of, of Jews. But a lot know? of these people and, that and, call themselves Jews are not actually practicing in the Jewish faith. 100%. Joe Biden is one of them, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know ma many of them, they... they, they George they Soros are, is one of them. George Soros is one of them. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, like Bill Gates is a Zionist, you know, like, 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 like they are a what club. About, what about Jonathan Greenblatt and the ADL? And? Jonathan Greenblatt and the Anti-Defamation League. This is, this is one of the most powerful yeah, rackets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are, those are really, you know, like, like they are pure, pure Zionists. Because if you see Jews, okay, like, um, Dr. Finkelstein or Gabor Mate or uh, Stanley Cohen, the known uh, lawyer. There are a lot of Jews that stand, you know, with the Palestinians. So, so being a Zionist is not being a Jew. This is the this is the the, the trick. And so the American media buys all of this, and the Zionists control the American media because the Zionists yes. control all of the money. <laughs> And so they pay for that, and you're out of a job if you don't go along with the narrative, which is why we have an explosion of alternative media programs like this one, whose ratings are going through the roof and beating many cable television news networks and other alternative media broadcasts, because yeah. we're not controlled by the same power structure that you're speaking of. Is that right? Yeah, 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 for sure. But, but you are actually controlled. Why? Because the thing is, they would never bomb Iraq with their own money. They take your money through taxation, through inflation. You know, they will never, they don't bomb Afghanistan with their own money. They don't send aid to Ukraine and Israel with their own money. They use the American money. They use money from taxation and inflation because they control the central bank. What are they? They control the yeah. Federal Reserve. Yes. And who controls the central banks? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's the Rothschild, you know, which is the head of the Zionist dynasty. Mm. Uh, yeah, we've been attacked on this program many times as being anti-Semitic because we talk factually about the Rothschilds. For example, we said that the Rothschilds uh, funded the submersible thing that went down to look at the Titanic. Big disaster here. I don't know if you heard about that. Uh, but yeah. we, we just said that that was a, a Rothschild-funded experiment. Uh, and it, it was, but we were anti-Semitic. It, it, it wasn't the Titanic that sunk. It was the Olympia that sunk. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. We're not going to get into that right now, but what I want to talk about is no, the, no, no. the real, yeah. what is the real human effect here? Let's talk about the displacement of all of the people, uh, you know, in, in the Gaza area. Where are they going to go? How are they going to get away? And what about, they, you know, Netanyahu's own Israeli Jewish people that have been unable to escape? Yeah, well, 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 the thing is, you know, like they already have a plan for this. You know, if they allow the Hamas attack, that means that they already have a plan. So, for example, Biden, he just asked Sisi, the president of Egypt, to delete all their debt if they allow the Palestinians to come to the Sena, the, the desert, you know. But when all this happened, actually, they discovered one of the biggest 
natural gas source, uh, sources outside of Gaza, in the water of Gaza. And suddenly, you know, like just like, uh, so Gaza wa was about to strike a deal with uh, the Egyptian government. So they can build Gaza with those money. And then suddenly the Hamas attack happens. It's like, like, like not even two months after, you know, like it's, it's just, you know, like those people, they don't care. They care about money. They care about power. They don't care about religion, humanity, about your feelings. They don't have empathy. They are pure narcissistic psychopaths. And I studied, you know, like I studied psychology. So I know that they are pure narcissistic psychopaths. And well, Zionism is anti-human. Well, we're led to believe It's not anti-Palestinian. Hmm? So let's talk about the logistics of this attack to begin with. Because, I, you know, as all of this is scrolling on the screen and we, we've got monitors here where I can see you know, the, the legacy media talking about all of this, and they're talking about this attack, and they're showing these paragliders coming in. Now, the United States taxpayer funds something called the Iron Dome. I'm sure you're very familiar with the Iron Dome. Yeah, of course, of course. This is a very sophisticated system that has prevented Hamas rocket attacks uh, and rocket attacks from, you know, Hezbollah and from Iran and from every, everywhere yeah. else. Very sophisticated, uh, very reliable. Why didn't it work during these recent attacks and then how does this sophisticated border, which is probably the most secure border on planet Earth, get infiltrated uh, over this siege? How does that happen exactly? They didn't get infiltrated. They gave, I think, th this is what I think, because I don't know, I don't know really 100% the truth. So that, that's why I will say what I think out of common sense. I believe uh, they, because... People in Palestine, they say that a rumor uh, started, you know, like going around in Gaza that uh, the Israeli uh, army, the IDF, were planning after their holiday to strike Gaza and, you know, level it to the ground. And that's why I think, you know, people in fear and that that was actually circulating, you know, for, for, for a few months, you know. So I believe that that people out of fear uh, or Hamas, you know, out of fear, they thought like, OK, we're going to hit them before they hit us, you know. So they they planned this attack, but they didn't know that <laughs> they are part of the plan. Their attack is part of the plan, you know. Yeah. So, so you're so saying that, that this was an intentional provocation by the Israeli IDF. Uh, in, 100%. in order to spark this kinetic confrontation in order to open the floodgates for billions of dollars headed from the U.S. taxpayer back into Israel. Yeah, yeah, 100 percent. And but th there is there is a theory that 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 I have. But, you know, people may think that I am very conspirational. Uh, I listen to many Israelis. Yeah, <laughs> I listened to many Israelis, uh, you know, inside of Israel that told me that they were forced to get jabbed and they had a lot of health problems. You know, they were forced to almost take like five jabs. So one of my friends, he said like, like, but, but this is, you know, like, 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 this is a human experiment. Think if everybody dies. And I was thinking, if everybody dies, how do you hide the bodies? You hide them through a war. Yeah. 
if you want to traffic children. And, and, and it's psychotic to think this way. You know, like some people, when I tell them this, they think, they think I'm crazy. I don't know? think, like, Tito, I don't, listen, I don't think that people really have a full understanding of how evil, uh, you know, this global roundtable of Zionist elites really is. I don't think that people at home at their dinner tables or at soccer practice or, you know, living their lives on a daily basis, I don't think that this is something that they talk about because I think it's so beyond comprehension the level yeah. of evil that we're playing with here. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And this is, this is really dark, you know, like, like we, because, you know, like my, my also common sense, you know, and altruism and believing in good in other people, it, it, it becomes critical to my thinking. Like, no, no, no one should, would do something like this. But then I start realizing, like, there are people who are capable of this absolute evil. But for me, it's, it's like kind of, how can you be this evil and still be a human? Yeah, but not you know, regular like, people. Um, so, for example, what, what is your faith? Well, I'm, I'm spiritual. I, my father, he was like a, a Shia Muslim. My mother is a Sunni Muslim, you know, and uh, uh, I tested different religion. I was with Hindus, I was with Christians, I was with Sufi Muslims, you know, like tested, like I in the search of God, you know, like, like I want to find God. But the problem is that I find only cults, you know, they don't care about the truth. They care about the ritual, <laughs> the cult, you know, like, 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 so, so I believe my father told me something when I was little. He said, he said, Religion is something between you and the creator. If it goes to a third person, it's not religion, it's political party. And so, I believe this so is... Do you consider yourself to be a Muslim? I mean, how would you identify in a word if you had to be a part of a construct? What would you say that you are? I, 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 I'm really not religious, but I believe in God. I believe in something supreme. I believe in natural law. I believe that God made laws that govern the human consciousness and the universe. So you know? with, and with I, me and, and the people that work here at the network, with us being Jesus-believing Christians, if I told you that, would that mean that you would want me dead? Why? Exactly. It's between you and God, you yes. know, like, like, <laughs> like, so like if, if, if all, of the, really all of the religious Christian. wars that we're supposed to believe that Muslims are polarized against Christians and that you know, no, uh, no. Jews are a this, against Muslims. I mean, this this is all fake, and this has all been perpetuated by the Zionists. It's a that, yes, it's a big it's, it's a Zionist psyop carried out by the Mossad and the CIA, who are you working know? together. Uh, by because, the way, yes. yeah, because you know, like like we know that nine eleven was an inside job, and then you know, suddenly you go bomb uh, Iraqis and you bomb. Afghanis and you bomb Libya and you bomb Syria and you bomb, and then. You really wonder why those people hate you. They don't hate you because of your religion. They hate you because of your actions. This is a very, because if you treat me like, like I don't care what you believe in. If you come to my home and you beat the shit out of me and you humiliate my family or kill my children, I will have something against you. Not your people, not your relatives. I will have something against you. But since it's all these you know, like ugly actions were carried by the American uh, government. Those people, most of them, you know, like they they are so helpless when they scream death to America, death to Israel. It's in most cases, 
it is 100% about the government. It's not about the people. You know, really, like, and what, what ISIS and Al-Qaeda did, those extremist groups that they were funded by the CIA. Yes, and they the were Nusra, a complete CIA was, creation, totally a CIA creation. Yeah, yeah. because, you know, like al-Baghdadi, think about it, you know, like during the Iraq war, the uh, Iraqi military, they found al-Baghdadi and they had evidence that he were he was bombing uh, and supporting suicide bombers, you know, uh, in 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 uh, in Iraq. So they gave him to the American government. The American government, <laughs> the American military released him nine, ten months later. Read, read about this, you know. And you know, he directly when he comes out, he become a leader of Al Qaeda and fight the American and support all the suicide bombing for almost nine years and then he create ISIS. Okay, so we have people still in Guantanamo Bay, they are innocent. How comes this guy, we found you with bombs, we found you with, with, with like, like we have- For the same reason, absolute... for the same reason that Ray Epps is not in prison here for doing what he did on January 6th because he's operating with the feds. Uh, that's the only logical conclusion that you can come to. And anybody- really 100%. One hundred percent. This is this I mean, is the common sense, because you know ISIS they killed more Muslims than Christians, you know. But the media they say they killed the Yazidis, they killed the Christians. This is how you make, uh, you know, the hatred. You grow the hatred. The media First, told us that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. The media told us that Saddam Hussein's army was pulling newborn babies out of incubators. It was all fake. It was all yes. a lie. The media told us that Saddam Hussein had close ties to Al Qaeda. Uh, that was a lie as well. So yeah. what, what does it really mean to you when the United States military industrial complex says that they're going to go somewhere to spread democracy? Uh, it's complete destruction and uh, hijacking of the natural resources of this country. This is what democracy means for me. You know? Yeah. For me, I don't I don't believe democracy exists. You know, I I believe it's a hidden hand something. You know, like you, you have the illusion yeah. to choose, but there is no choice. Because That's they right. control the Democrats, they control the Republicans, they control communists, they control nationalists, you know, like, like, you understand? And you think by choosing one of these opposites, you are actually having a freedom of choice. But, <laughs> yeah. So the, you know the United States government set up is supposed to be a constitutional republic, a two-party system that's representative of the people. The Republicans argue with the Democrats. That's fake. The liberals argue with the conservatives. That's fake. We have a uniparty that is controlled by the Zionists. Yeah. And we have a media that is controlled by the Zionists, and we have a military that is controlled by the Zionists. So everybody that you see in the federal government or at the top of the bureaucracies like the FBI or the CIA or the military – these people are all beholden to the orders of just a select few people, correct? Yeah, yeah. But, but this, is, this is, you know, like, like uh, the pyramid and the eye on the $1. Because that means something. It means something in occultism. As you go higher, you know more. So that means that people, people in the FBI or people in the military, they really think they are doing the good thing, you know? <laughs> you know, like, like, sir, yes, sir. You know, like, I'm going to do it for my country. You know, like, but, but you don't, they don't know anything. So those people are 
are just naive. They're you victims. Know? And they're, they're victims. Just they like, are victims. Just like the yeah. casualties of the people that we go and we bomb, uh, the innocent people that we go in and kill in Fallujah, uh, the families, you know, don't leave anything breathing, kill the dogs, kill the cats, anything that has a pulse, make sure that you destroy it. Many of them, the majority of them are innocent people, just like many Israelis are innocent that are dying at the hands of Hamas, just like many in Palestine and in Gaza are, are Palestinians in Gaza are, are innocent victims of Israel. Everybody really is a victim of Zionism. Yes, 100%. This is 100%, I'm telling you. Like, this is, because, because you know, like... What do you think they, would happen if, you know, 8 billion people across the planet finally woke up one day and realized altogether, simultaneously, that this was true? Would there be any safe place for these Zionists to hide? No. The thing is, they are masters of deception and they are masters to work in secrecy. I believe if we know about them, we should we should put them to trial, the, all of them, from central banks, from the CIA, from all the heads of the... And then we should implement, like this is, I'm talking about an, a, a bright future, a good future. We should implement laws that every, nothing should be confident for the people. Nothing. Nothing should be in secrecy. These people, no, should, be, no. these people should be rounded up they should be brought before a citizen tribunal. They should have a fair but very speedy trial. And when they're found guilty, we should exact extreme accountability upon these people. Yes. For eight. crimes against yes, humanity. And, yes. and we should do it on an international stage to show eight and a half billion people around the world who the real criminal is. Is that right? Oh, my God. Sue. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly that's 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 I think. Uh, but but this secrecy, you know, all these people, all that, like the satanic church, occultism, the Zionists, you know, like all these, the Vatican, you know, like all these operating in secrecy. I believe anything that operates in secrecy is subject to perversion, <laughs> you know, like, like, why, why do you do something in secret if it's about protecting the people? So or if I agree, I agree with everything that you're saying, and I think that all of our viewers are probably very awake to everything that you're saying as well. Uh, we, we agree with most of it, uh, other than the fact that I hope you find Jesus Christ someday, and I'll pray for you on that. <laughs> uh, but I just want to ask you this. Thank you. Where do you think, Tito, this, this thing that we're being told is the precipice of a holy war? Uh, we're now talking about, in the media, we're watching as uh, President Xi from China is making a bid at Taiwan— we're seeing what's happening with uh, the fake Russia-Ukraine construct war, proxy war that the you know, U.S. taxpayer has funded well over $200 billion there. We see what's going on with Israel and Gaza. On a world stage, what is your prediction for the next six months to a year? Where does all of this go? You, you have an inside perspective. You lived there in that open-air prison camp. W what do you think is going to happen here? What is the objective of the Zionists that are controlling this military-industrial complex operation throughout the planet? I think we are we are heading for the big cake for the Zionists and it's Iran. But this this will be maybe the last war that the West will carry, you know, because I believe it's about energy. If you see, you know, like like Biden, he used all the oil reserves you have, you know, like like Iran is one of the richest oil countries. And then you have Syria and then you have the gas in, in, in Gaza, outside of Gaza. So I believe 
this war will destabilize everything. I, I don't know if there is a possibility to stop this. It, it feels, you know, according to me, like it's, I don't want to sound like a pessimist, but my realistic view is that we passed the point of no return. Yeah. Unless humanity rises up all at once against yeah, yeah. the evil that we're facing, I, I happen to agree with you. I'm out of time. Yeah, Tito, like, Tito, thank you so much. Uh, I could talk to you for the entire hour. We appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you. I don't believe in the process of elections. I believe it's all rigged. I believe that they're all stolen. And the more I talk about this with experts every day, the more I'm convinced that we're living in this movie. It's all fake. But let's just say that somehow, magically, overnight, we return to this constitutional republic, two-party representative government system where your vote counts, and it's real. There's not a single candidate who's willing to throw their balls on the table and stand up to do the right thing. The institutions that we rely on, the government, the legal system, the media, all of them seem to be increasingly focused on their own agendas rather than serving the interests of the public. We need to recognize that we can't count on them to save us. So you have to save yourself. And part of saving yourself means protecting your future. That's why I partnered with GoldCo. Because I believe that they can help you get into gold and silver just like they did for me. Here's the facts. GoldCo has helped protect over $2 billion in gold and silver for people just like you and me. And right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver with qualified orders just for being a supporter of the Stu Peters show. So whether you want to protect 50 grand or half a million or more, this is your opportunity to protect yourself from their out-of-control corrupt government. Don't be a victim. Call GoldCo, 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD or go to goldco.com slash stew. What does the federal government do with your tax dollars? They waste billions in Ukraine. They give over $2,000 a month to illegal aliens invading our country. They murder scores of Americans with the corona hoax bioweapon jabs. They cheat in the elections and take away your voice. And when you complain, about it. Like the peaceful protests on January 6th, they put you in prison, torture you, and make up phony indictments against you. The enemy wants you to be a powerless slave that shuts up and does as you are told. But there is a way out of this tyranny. Freedom Law School has been teaching Americans for over 27 years that no law requires 99% of Americans to file and pay income tax. None of their students who have stopped paying have gone to prison or had their bank account and property stolen by the IRS. Go to freedomlawschool.org today to take five steps to freedom from IRS deception, robbery, and slavery. Totally free to set you free. Go to freedomlawschool.org today heart disease and blood clots and strokes and kidney failure all things that a sane person would fear and all things that can be found on the back of an ibuprofen bottle as potential side effects to top it all off ibuprofen doesn't even get to the main cause of your pain and swelling problems it's only temporary pain relief it's only masking the true problem which is inflammation this isn't a solution to your pain, but you can find one right now at StopMyInflammation.com. Go to StopMyInflammation.com and learn more about why researchers are saying to add this Antarctic super nutrient to your diet. I'm talking about omega-3 fatty acids, but not just any form of omegas, no. These are omega-3 fatty acids sourced from wild-caught krill. The omega-3 content from krill oil has been shown to support healthy blood pressure, circulation, and brain health, as well as reduce inflammation, swelling, and joint pain. In fact, it outperforms ibuprofen, Advil, and Tylenol, and it doesn't have the dangerous side effects that we mentioned earlier. 
Better yet, for a limited time, you can grab Native Path Antarctic Krill Oil for as low as $23 a bottle. Just go to StopMyInflammation.com right now. Go to StopMyInflammation.com. I really wish I didn't have to bring you this disgusting news. But you know that holster company that I've been working with as a sponsor for the past four months, Vanish Holsters, they've just been banned. Yeah, even though they're legally allowed to purchase it, Amazon, Google, and Facebook just banned it for sale to more than 7.7 million Americans who live in a certain state. Now, the good news is they can't stop me or us from getting it in their hands, or in your hands, for that matter. Now, crazy enough, the reason that it was banned is because that holster, Vanish Holster, enhances the concealment of a weapon better than just about any other holster on the market. And even better, it works with 99% of all semi-auto handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions. It carries two fully loaded magazines. Best of all, using my link, you get it for $40 off. So lock in your special pricing right now. Go to Vanish.com slash stew. Again, that's VNSH.com slash stew. Again, VNSH.com slash stew. If you're over 35 and like the typical American, you start to feel tired around noon. Your ability to focus just keeps getting worse as you get older. For energy, you've probably tried coffee or tea or even worse, one of those sugary, poisonous drinks that promises energy for hours, but they just don't work. Your focus never improves. ESS-60 is a molecule that Big Pharma doesn't want you to know about. And that's because Big Pharma's evil and they want to kill you. And also they know how effective this is. And they can't make any money off of continuously slowly poisoning you to death. Historically, this is dramatically extending the lives of test subjects and it's why I'm hooked. My Vital C is made with just two ingredients, olive oil and a powerful nano antioxidant, 125 times more powerful than vitamin C. That's ESS-60. It's also backed by a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to myvitalc.com slash stew. Again, that's myvitalc.com slash stew. Also, use the coupon code stewpeters at checkout for an additional 15% off your initial order. That's myvitalc.com slash stew. As the U.S. gets involved in one war after another around the world, the proxy war in Ukraine against Russia, we can expect that we'll be involved in Israel. We're already marching a blockade there with our aircraft carriers and naval fleet. Soon there will likely be boots on the ground. We're watching China and its aggression toward Taiwan. The military-industrial complex, of course, will want to enrich themselves and empower themselves at the behest of the Zionist murderous control factor. But... The traitors in the Biden regime remain steadfast in their determination to keep our borders completely open at all costs. You know, the one essential duty of the United States military is to protect our country against physical invasion and to protect our citizens against any harm that might come as a result of her invasion. But they aren't doing that. But they aren't doing it alone. America's open border isn't just a product of neglect by the Department of Homeland Security. 
This isn't just incompetence. No, this is also the product of a whole web of fake charities and nonprofits that are ideologically obsessed with flooding the third world into America. It's absolutely intentional. It's orchestrated. Sadly, many of these charities wear the mantle of supposed Christianity. All along the U.S.-Mexico border, so-called Catholic charities are enabling a vast human trafficking apparatus. You may have donated to them. You may have seen their ads on television. And of course, because you're human, you want to help other humans. But these so-called Catholic charities are actually aiding cartels and human smugglers as they funnel people into the country. While the cartels get these people to the border, it typically falls to these Christian charities to then transport illegal immigrants, including children, to every corner of America in the name of supposed humanitarianism. And incredibly, they get taxpayer money for much of this work. Michael Voris knows a lot about this. He's an Emmy Award-winning investigative journalist, senior executive producer at Church Militant, and the author of the book Militant, Resurrecting Authentic Catholicism. His latest work has been fighting to expose the way that his church has been twisted toward the left's ends. He's in Washington, D.C. today right now to interview several officials about this atrocious state of affairs, and he joins us now live from D.C. Michael, thank you so much for coming. Thank you very much for having me on, Stu. I appreciate the opportunity. We've seen so much footage of children being escorted around by people who are not their parents. It's presumed that, of course, then they're moved to the interior of the country, and God only knows what happens to them. So maybe you can help us to understand. Sure. I, you have to really go back in you know, 40, 50, 60 years to understand what's happened here. The USCCB, the, the Conference of Catholic Bishops in America, was begun uh, essentially under the auspices, the ideological auspices of Saul Linsky the CCHD, the Catholic Campaign for Human Development, all of that, which has created this massive push towards a false notion, uh, according to Catholic teaching, a false notion, a perverted understanding of Catholic teaching with social justice. When the bishops and all of their little subgroups, Catholic Charities, Catholic Relief Services, Catholic Campaign for Human Development, the list is endless, figured out that, oh, they can put together a lobbying effort and come up here to the hill and all of a sudden start drawing down first tens of millions and then hundreds of millions and now billions, be billions of dollars uh, for so-called humanitarian relief and effort and helping people and the gospel mandate and all look at the poor immigrants and all of that. They have opened the floodgates because what many people don't understand is how do all these big giant migrant caravans get to the border? That's the work of Catholic Relief Services, which is more of an international operation uh, inside the church. But once they get to the border, then the domestic part of the church takes over uh, and begins, as you correctly said, bringing them in and then, and they do everything with them. They, they, they ship them around, they give them phones, paper, money, put them on flights, buses, trains, planes, everything. Uh, we were down in McAllen, Texas, uh, about almost two years ago. And everything we heard on the ground there from people who were trying to fight this were, is that Catholic Charities is essentially the travel agency for illegal immigrants. They have collected hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in just the past couple of years through all of their ancillary agencies. It's not just one agency. And also troubling is that many of these uh, 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 illegal immigrants that they have, when they move to these various parts of the country, they're cooperating, Catholic Charities is cooperating with other groups that then sign them up and register them as Democratic voters. And you're thinking, could you come up with a more brilliant idea to completely undermine the entire republic? 
you're draining billions of dollars in a massive, you know, debt environment. You can't even Congress can't even decide on, you know, how they should even function financially. And here you are draining billions of dollars away. We've been interviewing a couple of congressmen uh, at our trip here, and they are mad. Uh, and uh, one of the congressmen shared with us that they were talking about all of this from an appropriations committee point of view uh, with Congressman Jim Jordan. And Jim Jordan said, well, hold on a second to them, said to them, wait a minute, this is also a Judiciary Committee hearing issue as well. Uh, and uh, Congressman Lance Gooden of Texas uh, and Tom Tiffany, of, uh, also of Texas, and a few others have signed letters to uh, the bishops, to Catholic Charities, to everybody saying, we want an accounting of what you have done with the people's money. And they, could, they get the middle finger back. They either get no response or they get this, you know, charge that, oh, you're being slanderous or anti-Catholic or whatever like that. I'm Catholic. <laughs> Both of the congressmen so far we've interviewed are not Catholic. They are not anti-Catholic. They are anti-Catholic bishop corruption, just like we are. And I'm pretty sure most of your audience and you are as well. This has nothing to do with theology. This has nothing to do with the gospel mandate. This has nothing to do with helping the poor. It has everything to do with getting billions of dollars of government taxpayer money just flowing into your coffers, bishops. That's what it is. And, uh, you know, there's another angle of this also that has come out is that this whole, the, the whole border situation now that geographically has become so saturated uh, uh, with this corruption and, and uh, essentially, it, it is essentially an open border uh, that the drug cartels have now figured out, oh, hey, wait a minute, there's a buck to be made here. So Catholic Charities is so insinuated into every single part of this illegal immigration thing that many of the drug cartel members themselves now are posing as Catholic Charities and are taking kids into the child sex trafficking rings here in America, and they're doing it under the cover of Catholic Charities, pretending they're Catholic Charities. And that's not coming from me. That's coming from the chair of the Michigan GOP, uh, Christina Caramo, who made that announcement at the annual Mackinac Conference just last week, uh, that this is what's going on. That border is an absolute disaster. Uh, human speaking, financial speaking, crime speaking. There is, there is not a single box you could not check that says that border needs to be shut down. And the people who have done this uh, and encouraged it through all of their own private agendas and getting rich and, you know, their ideological uh, flooding uh, of immigrants into the, into the country to destabilize it politically. All of that needs to be shut down. All I can say is I hope, I hope it's not a question of too late, uh, but the congressman we've spoken to so far, they are, well, I'll, since we are sort of talking about Catholic thing here, I'll say it, they are mad as hell. Uh, at what's going on. Um, and there's sort of two routes. They want to have them in front of them, subpoena them, demand they answer questions under oath. And while that is one leg, the other one is they just simply want to say, we're going to cut off the funding. And they've already begun that discussion here. And obviously nothing's going on on the Hill right now. So the speaker, uh, you know, chaos is settled. But once that suddenly get back to business, uh, one of the congressmen, Lance Gooden, told us, yep, this is going to be very short order before we get to this. We can bring them up here and say, hey, tell us what's going on. We want to know, you know, you know, give us an accounting, show us the documents. Stop calling me, you know, a slanderer and a liar. Just give me the documents. And if I'm wrong, then I'll apologize. In the meantime, while that little war is going on, the real one is going to be they just going to vote to, you know, end the funding for not just Catholic Charities, other NGOs also. But Catholic Charities is the one that gets the most amount of money 
and it is their network. It is their network far flung around the country. The hiring of these private charter planes to fly uh, 50, 80, 100 immigrants at a shot into airports that are closed down in the dead of the night all over the country. That's the work they're engaged in. And we have no idea. Nobody has any idea where these people go. There are millions, millions of illegal immigrants who have come across just since Joe Biden took the oath of office. Notice how I phrased that. Took the oath of office. And, um, uh, and nobody knows where they are. They're here. They're there. They move around. They ship around. Uh, you, really, there, there's, there's no terrorists in there anywhere. There, there's no problem with uh, national security. You, you've got a, an illegal immigrant population that collectively is bigger than the population of 12 states. And that's insane. That's how you just write the death warrant, sign the death warrant yep. on, a, on an entire country. Yeah. Uh, we here at this program don't have any faith in the United States government or the, 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 the process that happens on the Hill there. We think a lot of it is fake and it's all for show. It's a big movie that we're all watching. And so we're not going to hold our breath on any of these congressional inquiries or hearings or anything like that. But what we can say sure. here is that it's very obvious that Catholic Charities has engaged in criminal activity and they're doing Absolutely. it and they're doing it knowingly under the guise of being a Christian you know, uh, entity. And so mm -hmm. what they're doing is they're pulling the wool over the eyes of Americans who will then donate to their cause on top of the taxpayer dollars that are being flooded into their organization by the U.S. government corporate crime syndicate. Uh, and then they're, they're, they're knowingly participating in introducing young children into the sex trafficking business. I mean, what can the people do right now if, if we are not relying on the fake government? What can the people do right now to make sure that we hold Catholic charities and other NGOs like them accountable? I don't, I don't think you, uh, I mean, I don't want to say, I don't want to say that, the, that these, I don't want to give the impression that these congressmen are just all sort of theater. I mean, I've been sitting talking with them off the record, on the record, they seem genuinely concerned and I, I don't want to, you know, cast aspersion or doubt on, on their, now whether that will catch fire on the Hill itself, well, that remain to be seen. But on I mean, the if there's level, one thing that Congress should do right now, it should be to close this border to get us out of everywhere else and to shut down human and child sex trafficking. I mean, that, that, this is probably the biggest epidemic, the, the biggest murder scheme, for the biggest racket for sex. I mean, we're selling children into slavery. If they're going to do anything, it should be to get involved with this and to do it immediately. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it seems to be very... Uh, I mean, you just look at the, 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 you know, the great box office success of Sound of Freedom. Uh, you know, this is an issue that it doesn't really take an awful lot of brain power to understand. Uh, you've got a, a vast open pool of people there, young children there, a pool of essentially babies. And you take them, you kidnap them, they can't defend themselves, and they push them into this whole sex trafficking market. And uh, I, I think on the, on the one level, you know, what can we do? First of all, I think you have to understand that while, yes, that this is billions of dollars in federal tax money, all of these organizations are also taking money from the states. Notice I'm going to, go, I'm going to start getting very local here. They go from the states down to the counties, even down to the cities. In, I, I can't remember if it was Austin or San Antonio. I forgot my research. I think it was San Antonio. They even go uh, to your local Walmart during Christmas time when they're ringing a bell yeah. and asking for your yeah. quarters. Sure. I mean, in, I, don't, I don't give know them how, any. Don't give them any. Don't give them anything. And, and, you know, if you're a Catholic sitting in the pews once or twice a year, up comes an envelope, you know, to put money in with, you know, the pictures, of course, of, you know, little children with, you know, flies on their face and starving and all of that. And it's like Catholic charities. Oh, please help the poor and blah, 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 blah. 
you know, you need to go to your pastor and say, why are you putting this in the pews? I mean, it's got to be hit on a ground level. Yes, I understand that this is, you know, if, you, if you're able to pull down the reins here in D.C., there'd be massive change right away. And, you know, they're going to have to answer to God why they don't care about children being raped and sold off into slavery and everything else all over the world. But uh, on a local level, go to your pastor. Uh, why can't 20, 30, 40 of you and whatever, you know, if you're a, a Catholic, you know, go to the chancery and say, need to stop this right now. Stop it. You need to come out and say something. You're one of the bishops who votes in favor of this stuff. You know, you won't. Uh, and you just got to blacken their eyes. Yeah. You got to blow them up. And I don't mean that physically. I'm talking about in the, in the sense of like not let them get away with this. Blow them up. Be a major headache for them. Nonstop. That's not true of just Catholic stuff. That's also true of, uh, you know, the Lutherans uh have a big play in this also the um i can't remember which lutheran branch it is but anyway one of them has a great big play in all of this as well you got to get local you got to get that's where you're going to be able to you know they're just they don't want to put up with you yeah so if anything they'll just say i don't want anything to do with this but the bottom uh, line here is that catholic charities is aiding in child sex trafficking and that's the big that's the big creating the environment in which that can happen well, it's, it's, it's disgusting. Well, the amount of work that you're doing on it is, is extremely commendable, especially, I mean, you're calling out your own church. Uh, yep. you're, you're a Catholic who really has a real faith, uh, and you care about humans and children, and we do too. So we're, we're on the battlefield with you, and we appreciate you bringing it to the attention of our audience. Come back again soon and tell us all about your victories. Michael Boris, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Stu. God bless. If you're over 35 and like the typical American, you start to feel tired around noon. Your ability to focus just keeps getting worse as you get older. For energy, you've probably tried coffee or tea or even worse, one of those sugary, poisonous drinks that promises energy for hours, but they just don't work. Your focus never improves. ESS-60 is a molecule that Big Pharma doesn't want you to know about. And that's because Big Pharma's evil and they want to kill you. And also they know how effective this is and they can't make any money off of continuously slowly poisoning you to death. Historically, this is dramatically extending the lives of test subjects and it's why I'm hooked. My Vital C is made with just two ingredients, olive oil and a powerful nano antioxidant, 125 times more powerful than vitamin C. That's ESS 60. It's also backed by a full 30 day money back guarantee. Go to myvitalc.com slash stew. Again, that's myvital, the letter C.com slash stew. Also, use the coupon code StuPeters at checkout for an additional 15% off your initial order. That's myvitalc.com slash stew. It's everywhere. Mainstream media is howling about the new COVID variants. They are offering free vaccines and boosters, but people are waking up to their BS and not falling for their lies any longer. God gave us a brain to think and an immune system to fight off evil forces and the devilish diseases that have been unleashed on humanity. We don't want to die suddenly. We want to live fully. We don't want to alter genetics. We want to strengthen the body we have already been blessed with. Try our immune protocol today. It has 15 flu-fighting ingredients, including vitamin C, D, zinc, quercetin, magnesium, elderberry, turmeric, and more. You don't need blood clots. You don't need cardiac arrest. You don't need big pharma. You need an immune system that will stand up to tyranny. You need our immune protocol. Visit pandemicprotocol.com to fight through this flu season and beat the next bioweapon variant with an all-natural, non-GMO solution. Go to pandemicprotocol.com today. If you're looking for the newest cutting-edge products to push your brain and body to the outer limits of what's possible, then you should stop what you're doing and check out Newtopia, the most powerful bespoke nootropics on the market today. 
You see, every stack was formulated by a man who's the most advanced brain chemist and nootropics formula alive today. Every formula is customized for you based on your strengths, your weaknesses, your goals, so you get exactly what you need. Within 15 to 30 minutes, you should begin to feel and notice the mental effects. These formulas come with a full one-year guarantee, so there's zero risk for you trying them for yourself. If you feel like you're not fully maximizing your potential, both personally and professionally, then you owe it to yourself to try Newtopia's formulas. Simply go to newtopia.com slash stupeters, again, newtopia.com slash stupeters, and use stupeters to receive 10% off any order. Again, that's newtopia.com slash stupeters. 